Hello, my name is Samuel George London and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to comic book creator and lovely lady Alexandra McCarthy about what comics she would take into the apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Comic Scene. An award-winning magazine, Comic Scene is available digitally and in print in the UK, Ireland, Australia, Canada and the good old USA at www.getmycomics.com forward slash comic scene. Also, on a side note, Comic Scene have launched a new Kickstarter for their 2021 annual, which features new side stories from the likes of Captain Cosmic by Andy Clift, Dick Turpin by Steve Tanner, Geek Girl by Sam Johnson, and Project Hoax by myself and Dan Butcher. With only three days to go, the campaign is 136% funded, but if you'd like to find out more, be sure to search for Comic Scene as one word on Kickstarter or simply clicking the Kickstarter link in the show notes. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Alexandra McCarthy. How's it going? Hi. All right. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah, uh, we were just, just discussing um, kind of the the grind that days are at the moment, and the fact that we're, we're we're both slowly losing the ability to have conversation with people. But hopefully, this will uh, bring our our skill level back up to scratch. Oh uh, yeah. Um, see now, I can't even say anything now because I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> No, now I'm being recorded. It's just like it's the <laughs> the pressure is on. <laughs> um, Excellent. Um, but yeah, for, for for those that haven't come across you just yet, Alex, uh, what do you do in the world of comics? Um, well, I've got a few comics out at the moment, which is uh, I've got one called Burnt Toast, which is just a diary comic um, about my life and my my boyfriend's life. It, just like funny little. Uh, four panel comics um and that's in kind of like a cartoonish style i like to work in different styles so um and i have one about um a young girl with autism um and that was for my university project and i did that in five days um and i'd like to go back and actually redo that one um and currently i'm working on a manga Fantastic. And uh, where where can people find you online? Um, one in a hundred on Instagram. That's uh, and the actual handle is the word one underscore in and then underscore the word hundred. Um, and I think it's the same on Twitter. Um, yeah i'm pretty sure it is <laughs> on patreon it's actually the word one in a hundred so you just there's no underscores and you just there's just an ah in there as well as well on top of and all of those links are in the show notes folks so go uh, go follow alex and check out her patreon via those links um but uh, that aside um unfortunately i do have some bad news for you and that is on top of this year's great news that we've had a, uh, a global pandemic and uh, many many things going awry um 
it's it's turned into nuclear warfare basically um, and uh, we, we've we've uh, ended up in a nuclear fallout um throughout the entire world uh, including the uk and my uh, question for you is what is your action plan for survival um well i think first i'd have a long cry yeah <laughs> a, good, a good old long cry you don't see that in the post-apocalyptic films um <laughs> And then I'd probably, I don't know, I'd, I, I think I'd be really rubbish in an apocalypse. I, I just, I wouldn't know how to survive. I can barely go outside. So <laughs> I think I'd probably only last like a, or a day or two, get really hungry. Um, and not, even though I eat meat, I probably wouldn't be able to kill anything. So I'd just be like, <laughs> there's no, there's no uh, crops or anything. So yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> You're a goner. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, would you would you head to anywhere specific in your uh, in your last days? Um, don't know. I think I might try and find like a crisp factory or something. Bingo. Just live off some crisps. That'd be great. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I don't think and, it would give uh, much strength. It would just weaken me. No. But it'd be something. It'd be, like... it'd be nice and comfortable, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I'd have some nice food, so it's fine. <laughs> and what's it, what what, what flavour of crisps are we going for, do you think? Uh, salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar all the way. Awesome. Or popcorn, or a popcorn factory. I'd be happy nice. with that. Either of those. Nice. Double trouble. Yeah. Um, fantastic. So uh, we've ended up in a in a crisp factory, uh, and we've we've managed to to get into the stock room where there is an absolute boatload of salt and vinegar crisps for you, um, and there happens to be some popcorn there as well, so you can uh, indulge in that too. Um, and uh, whilst you're sifting through all of the crisps that you can, um, the the thought of comics comes to mind and you uh, and you begin to ask yourself what was the first comic you remember enjoying um i think it was the simpsons okay. um i used to like i was a big simpsons fan uh still am obviously classics yeah um but yeah i used to i used to read a lot of them um and they were they were really well written and it was Around the time that the show was starting to decline, and right. I was I was more drawn to the comics. Um, so I don't know what they're like now because I haven't read them in ages. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they they used to have like little drawing sections as well. And I was always I think that the Simpsons and the Powerpuff Girls was what got me into art as well. So, right, yeah. And so from that point onward, um. You were you were always drawing, or was there a break at all? Or there was a bit of a break. Um, like there was a time where I was just like going for personal stuff, so I just didn't mm. didn't want to draw as much, or I didn't have mm-hmm. the passion to draw. Um, I mean, I got into manga around probably like when I was a teenager, like manga and anime, and that kind of inspired me to draw again. Um, Everyone, I think everyone goes through, or most people go through, like a little anime manga drawing phase. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. And then what was it that really kind of inspired you to start creating your own uh, comics and manga? Um, I don't know. I think I took a course uh, at, on 
comics and um I wasn't very confident in it but I met a few comic creators and they did like workshops um and it was it was just really interesting um and then when I went to university they actually encouraged me to do comics which is very rare for very any cool. kind of art course to do yeah what what university was that if you don't mind me asking uh, it's Birmingham Birmingham, cool. Yeah. That's great. It's just it's just it's good to know where there are friendly, uh, comic friendly courses, I guess, for people. Yeah, I've heard quite a few. There's a few. Uh, it's the illustration courses. So if you go on graphic right. design and you know, well, I, I don't know why you go on graphic design, but there are some mm-hmm. some uh, tutors that are more likely to accept comics. I did on my first year, it, not so much. On my second and third year, they were like, yeah, go ahead. That's awesome. That's really good to hear that that's yeah. kind of becoming a thing where people are being encouraged to do that. Um, that's fantastic. Well, I think because they know illustration in general, it's very hard to get work. Mm. So you might as well go with what you love, really. Yeah too right that's awesome um and so uh from university you're kind of encouraged to to get into comics and things um and uh where where have you been since that point how have you uh have you created a fan base uh through comic conventions really yeah just um it's really funny though because at comic conventions no one wants to buy comics <laughs> they want to buy <laughs> merchandise and stuff which is fine but it's um so what I did is I just tried to do like more cutesy merchandise to get people interested and then hopefully they'd stay and read yeah. the comics no that's very smart um and it's kind of it's a bit playing the game really isn't it a bit that you yeah. kind of have to do that where you know you've got to create merchandise that people want and then hopefully try and lead them into uh actually buying the comics um because i at, at comic cons i use a device where um for one of my comics uh milford green which is like this victorian alien space adventure thing um but it, start, it starts off in a victorian village um and there's a pub there called the royal oak and what I, I have these uh beer coasters from that fictional pub um and i get people to do the the beer mat game where you know you put it on the edge of a table and you flick it with your hand and catch it oh. and um so i start people off with that and then i pitch them the comic <laughs> um, <laughs> that, and that, 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 that seems to kind of work quite well but it is it's, it's unfortunately about sort of slightly playing that game where you you reel them in with some merch and then hopefully get them onto the actual comic and stories that you're trying to tell see i i i would love to do things like that but i'm too shy so i'm just like you know have a flick through it's fine yeah nothing that really sells the comic it's just (laughs) oh yeah i i feel like i'm gonna scare them if i if i try that it'd be too intense (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You need you need a uh, a marketing person, uh, but a marketing person that actually understands comics and manga and yeah. everything. Um, because I'm sure, like, if you got like a somebody not with that kind of prior knowledge, they'd kind of come up with some crazy thing and that, that would drive people away rather than actually drive <laughs> them to you. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe a, co- a collaboration on that front might might help. 
yeah because I get really I get like a, a burst of like nerves and mm. I'm either too chatty or not mm. enough and then they're just like <laughs> oh this crazy lady I don't want to go here again <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no it is it's it's difficult but uh we 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 all live and learn and uh and, and hopefully when comic cons get up and running again um it'll uh it'll be a huge success and people will be raring to buy <laughs> to buy everything i hope <laughs> i hope yeah i hope everyone's just been saving and then just yeah happy to splash out <laughs> yeah Definitely. Uh, now, uh, moving back to our salt and vinegar crisps, um, the next question that crops up in your head is what's the funniest comic that you've read? Um, it has to be uh, my uh, Kelly Angels uh, uh, Anything comic. Have you right. heard of that one? I hadn't heard of it, but I was really interested to to become aware of it um, on your, uh, on your uh, recommendation. Yeah, it's really funny. She's, it's just four panel comics, um, and they're just like really wacky um, sort of jokes, kind of like, I wouldn't say Family Guy, because Family Guy is a bit, it's like, that's a realness, though. Mm-hmm. So it's quite surreal um, stories and little jokes, and it's mainly about her and her cat, um, and she draws buff animals so she's done like really buff pokemon as well uh and awesome. she did like a kickstarter for just like really buff pokemon in their speedos um <laughs> so she does oh like, i'm just looking at her instagram uh, which yeah. is anything comic if anybody wants to take a look at it look at it and there's literally one of pikachu who is buff and like kicking their legs up in the air and, yeah i don't know it's just, that's just hilarious that's brilliant yeah, she does loads of stuff like that. So every every convention, I think she does commissions for people to have their pets as like really buff animals. Um, Very cool. Yeah, so it's a really good gimmick. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a, a little, uh, I like things like that. I think it's like War and Peas and those kind of Instagram comics, which yeah. are just like just give you a quick laugh. Yeah. Definitely, um, it's it's all about the short, short and sweet um, giggles, isn't it? And uh, yeah, there's there's one on Twitter um, called uh, the Penned Gwyn, um, which is um, a guy that that draws three panel comics um, uh, with a penguin, and it's oh, yeah, literally yeah. that. Um, it's just absolutely brilliant. It makes me it makes me laugh every. Uh, every time I see it and it's daily as well which is the brilliant thing oh see that's quite hard to do I don't know if I could yeah. do that come up with stuff daily <laughs> yeah very I've, very I've, I've seen that penguin one though that is good yeah yeah Alan Henderson is the guy's name he has been on the show a previous guest um mm. so yeah sorry I forgot your name Alan uh but uh yeah penguin is a is a good one that I follow as well uh now uh moving back again to our uh, salt and vinegar crisps and uh, shifting emotions, uh, you think about what's the saddest comic that you've read? Um, it's I, I feel like it's either Blankets or Lighter Than My Shadow. Um, Lighter by, by My Shadow is by Katie Green, um, and it's it's about her life and her uh, struggle with. Uh, childhood abuse and an eating disorder um 
I find it like w- like relatable to a certain extent, but it's it's just you can just really empathise with the with her in it, and the illustrations are really sweet as well. Yeah, um, no, yeah, it's 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 incredible when you read an autobiographical story like that. Um, because obviously it's it's something that happened to them and mm. it makes it even more emotionally resonating yeah I think anything anything real I just find really I find really interesting to read like I quite like a lot of true crimes and stuff mm. but um they it's also quite upsetting because you know that's happened to someone and yeah yeah uh, and it's illustrated in such a sweet style which I think also mm. helps it helps it become a bit more easy to digest you know it, mm-hmm. if it was drawn quite realistic it'd be more upsetting i think yeah yeah, yeah definitely it kind of softens the blow somewhat um mm. i mean obviously still emotionally upsetting but uh can uh soften, soften it a little bit to help yeah. you kind of get through it i guess yeah. <laughs> i mean it's quite brave because I, I don't know how people would do an autobiography it's very it's very personal and you're just yeah. sharing that with everyone, aren't you? Incredible. Yeah, yeah, very courageous. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, now, uh, the, the the next question that crops up in uh, changing gears uh, is, what's the scariest comic that you've read? Seriously, I just mentioned I, I like true crime. <laughs> I've not actually read any horror comics before. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've got I've got one called Corpse Delivery Service, um, but I haven't actually got round to reading that yet. So, <laughs> any kind yeah. of recommendations would be yeah. would be good. Oh, definitely. Well, anything by Junji Ito um, is uh, should be read. Um, he's a he's a uh, manga. Uh, creator um mm. that that is just anything by him is exceedingly scary uh as does uh yeah the corpse delivery service looks looks very scary i mean even the name is kind of quite <laughs> ominous isn't it <laughs> yeah i i it's weird because i do really like horror films and i've watched quite a few horror anime but yeah for some reason when i'm reading anime i go for the romance ones which is, I think, I don't know why, but I think different medium. I, I just don't, I don't know, actually, I don't know why. Yeah, and no, it's, it's, it's really difficult uh, to get horror right um, in comics, I think. Um, yeah, I think it, it, it has been done. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's fairly rare where it's absolutely nailed it. I think also because it's... it's um, I know comics are visual, but mm-hmm. I think you need the music and you need that atmosphere for horror to be really scary. Um, we don't know because I've not read many, so I'd have to I'd have to have a look really. Yeah, and get into it definitely. Yeah, um, but yeah, on, on top of uh, Corpse Delivery Service, I, I, I'd recommend um, Junji Ito. Uh, his back catalogue <laughs> of anything um but uh yeah uh, now manga's uh, quite i know J- japan's really good with horror in general so i yes. wouldn't be surprised 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very true. Uh, now, uh, moving on to uh, one of my favourite questions, and that is, what is your favourite cover? Um, I love, I just love uh, Leslie Hung's work. Um, she's she's the illustrator for Snot Girl. Um, so anything she does, I just, I just love. Um, so it's probably got to be the, the cover of the first Snot Girl, the... Uh, I've got the the all in one volume, like the actual book version, rather than the individual volumes. Right. Yeah. So it's um, she's in a chair and she's like she just looks really glamorous. And getting her makeup done is that yeah, the one? I can't... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously classic yeah. green hair and things, but uh, yeah, having her. Um, makeup done hair curled and things like that but uh yeah very yeah uh, the actual character design as well yeah so she's very the the colors are just really nice i'm really bad at describing uh (laughs) (laughs) quite all right i don't know yeah the vibrant colors it certainly stands out um and certainly makes you want to to find out more about uh Mm. what what she's about (laughs) basically (laughs) It's a really good. It's a really good um, uh, story, actually. It's from the guy who did Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, um, they've teamed up. It's fantastic, and yeah, what um, what is it that really speaks to you um, from Snot Girl? Um, I don't know. It's just you know people like them. They're like mm. influencers. Right. So, not personally you've known them but you know there's people like that exist and it's just it's a bit of a mick take on how entitled and you know self-involved some of these influencers are (laughs) like they're just horrible to each other they're not real friends it's like there's a group of them um and it's it's just quite amusing it's also a bit of a crime and mystery in there as well which is just froze froze you a bit oh that's cool yeah um bit of a commentary on uh on uh how uh social media is is playing us i guess yeah or, or it's just yeah basically those types of people mm. out there um because there was one bit where she was greeted by a fan and she was like oh i've got 500 followers and she was like good for you like that's just that's nothing. yeah yeah <laughs> just like oh that's nothing uh, yeah get away from she didn't me do it to the, yeah she didn't do it to the fan she was just like when the fan went away like a friend she was like mm, why is she yeah, talking yeah. to me sort of thing yeah yeah right behind her back like yeah not yeah her face. <laughs> yeah definitely really just shows the fake side of it and yeah yeah Exactly. That's uh, it's, it's terrible, isn't it? Um, but I guess it it helps us kind of uh, try and understand like what people are like, and um, it kind of forewarns us of those types of people, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, and it shows you that through those Instagram posts where everything's perfect, it's just it's mm. just a it's just a lie, basically. Yeah. Don't fall for it. Um, and it's just constant competition with each other as well, which isn't healthy. Mm. No, not at all. 
not at all. Uh, now, uh, moving on to another favourite question of mine, and that is, uh, what's the most meaningful comic to you? Um, well, it's it's got to be um, this manga that I mentioned before, um, Blank Canvas. It's from one of my friends, Whaley... Oh, sorry, Whaley, if I'm saying your name wrong. Whaley Nyung. Nyung? Yeah. I, I, I'm I think really, that's how you pronounce it. It's, it's Malaysian. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she was sweet enough to include me in a in a panel in both volumes that she had uh, that she created, and uh, it's really good manga. It's about an art student, and well, it's just like a romance one, but it's based in a university. I think in I'm not sure where it's placed, but it's it's just a, a little cute little love story about an art student. Um, making friends as well. It's, 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 um, she's on a hiatus at the moment with it, though. So oh. I don't know if she's going to make any more um, or if she's going to print any more. But yeah. it's always worth like asking her because I think it's the fact that she might have not had much demand. I don't uh, know, but right. sometimes it's that, isn't it? You lose your mo- yeah. motivation. Of course. Yeah, totally. Um, when the demand goes down, um, no, yeah, it's difficult, but it's, it is. It's a it's a beautiful comic. And how did you guys come become acquainted? Um, we went to university, same university together. So ah, she joined on the second year. She was like transferred. Um, yeah, and we just became friends through uni, really. Through that, that's fantastic. Great. Um, and uh, yeah, hope hope she she gets back on the uh, on the wagon with uh, with drawing and things. Um, she's been doing. Yeah, no, a... she's, she's clearly very very talented. Oh yeah, she is, and she's doing lot quite a lot. But um, she normally comes over to England for conventions. Mm. Um, obviously, can't do that at the moment. <laughs> so I think uh, everyone's losing a bit of uh, motivation. Yeah. Through this whole yeah. thing. No doubt. Yeah, it's really tough. Um, and uh, talking of underdogs and things, uh, what's the most underrated comic that you've read? Um, it's probably, I, I do like this um, manga called Beauty Pop. It's just very, it's very cheesy, but it's quite lighthearted and it's it's always like just fun to read. Um, it's, I can't remember the... Um, the creator's name though um, uh, Kyoku uh, Kyoko Arai yes um, yeah it's a really just a really fun little comic uh, manga about uh, a girl she's really good at hair she's, it's just about it's just about like mm. you know I don't know if you know Warren High School Host Club or like I've a lot of, of those, yeah a lot of those mangas where they join like an after school club yeah it's that premise, but it's with mm. hair and beauty, and they make over the girls and stuff like that. And it's 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 kind of, I mean, it, it, in a way, I can't I haven't read it in ages, but it's it's quite sweet because it's about like loving yourself and stuff. Um, from first glance, it seems like oh, you need to be have a makeover to be beautiful, but it's it's deeper than that. Um, yeah, yeah, um, and it's just a bit fun. It's just a silly one. It's just quite fun to read. <laughs> Love it. 
Um, no, yeah, that's um, manga is definitely um, an, another part of of comics that I need to explore even more. Um, I've, uh, I've I've read a couple, but I definitely need to uh, expand my horizons even more. Um, and yeah, these kind of recommendations like like Beauty Pop here, uh, yeah, no, you know, definitely uh, something to try out for sure. There, there. It's really hard because when you go into a comic shop um, and you look for a manga, you want the first volume, and mm. a lot of the time the first volume is gone. Mm-hmm. So. Again, that's something that would impact on people's choices because I know I've gone in and thought, oh, this looks good. And it's like yeah. volume seven. Well, well. <laughs> Can't start there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough, isn't it? Definitely. Uh, now, uh, moving on to our most difficult question, uh, and that is what is the best comic of all time? Ooh. I've got to say. Blankets by Craig Thomas. Thomas. Um, it's just beautifully illustrated, and you just go through a roller coaster of emotions when you're reading it. Um, yeah, I couldn't really put that one down. It's really, really good. Fantastic. And uh, for 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 the listeners that haven't come across that just yet, uh, do you remember the the the, the premise? Um, it's just it's an autobiography of of his um his teenage years and mm. dealing with i think his family from what i remember his family was quite religious and just yeah. dealing with all that um and his kind of first true love sort of thing um i'd have to read it again actually i haven't read it in a while I remember really loving it though. I remember because I, I yeah. think it's only been a few months, but yeah, my memory's not great. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, but no, yeah, it's, it is. It's, it says that it's about his evangelical Christian family upbringing mm. and uh, yeah, literally his first love and uh, his, his early adulthood and uh, kind of how, how he dealt, dealt with that. Um, and the, Apparently, yeah, the, the the book was widely acclaimed with Time magazine ranking it number one in its 2003 best comics list. So, made the Times list. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, it is really good. Um, there's quite a few of those that have been on the Times list where I've like, oh, I need to put, I need to put that down for my book buying uh, list. And yeah, it's it's um, sometimes. I don't get the whole like oh it's been voted number one because sometimes it's it's like not worth it but yeah, yeah blankets is definitely worth that acclaim. Fantastic, um, and moving on from that, if you could only take one comic into the apocalypse, which would it be? Um, probably a funny one because I'd need a lot of laughs to take my mind off everything. Um, so it <laughs> would be. Eat My Paint by Lloyd Davies. Um, he is another one of those that does those four co- panel comics where it's just nonsense, basically. <laughs> nice little pithy jokes. Uh, yeah. But uh, the, the, the bonus with Eat My Paint is that it's it's made in Microsoft Paint. Yeah. It? Yeah, it is. Which is amazing. Which is amazes me that anybody can draw anything in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Oh, God. I, I, Microsoft Paint is... 
I used to draw, draw so much in Microsoft Paint because I oh, couldn't great. afford like things like Clip Studio and um, yeah. couldn't really work with what's it called? What's the free Photoshop one called? Uh, I can't remember. Well, one of um, those, and like, yeah, the layout was just crazy. Yeah, absolutely brutal. Yeah, you can do so much, um, and yeah, but obviously you're having to draw with a mouse, yeah. you? and it's it, it, it's it's a wonder that you can make any kind of clean lines and things, you know. Um, uh, it's, it, uh, it, it, it's amazing. It does amaze me when anyone can still draw with a mouse. I can't go back yeah. to a mouse with a mouse. No way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's. Uh, with with all of the technology that you can use these days, it's uh, yeah, it's difficult to to imagine drawing with a with a mouse. It's <laughs> so, just too yeah. much, it's too much work, and you just it's like when people say like, oh, you know, you're you're not a true artist if you don't go out and source your references yourself and then draw from those references by freehand and then like mm. you know, they you have to really suffer to be classed as an artist. And I was like, wow. You know. <laughs> I hope that's not true. <laughs> just just, just go with the new technology. It's a tool at the end of the day. It's exactly. a new tool. Precisely. Excellent. Uh, now, uh, along with Eat My Paint, uh, what weapon, tool or useful item would you like to take with you as well? Um... Probably a screwdriver or a hammer. Nice. Because they could be used for something else as well as as well as like protection. Um, maybe more a screwdriver. I'll tell you what we could do is that we could duct tape a screwdriver to a hammer. Oh, that's good. <laughs> then yeah. you got both. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I think I've got terrible aim. So if I had a gun or anything, I'd just be like <laughs> shooting into the air or just like um, flying off myself because they're quite heavy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> End up shooting your own foot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've only held an arcade gun, so it's not really a real ah. gun. But it's, yeah, they're a bit heavier than that. They are a bit heavy. <laughs> I'm really weak, so uh, I just. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't survive. Fair play. Uh, well, Alexandra McCarthy, we're happy to uh, give you uh, Eat My Paint and your uh, duct tape screwdriver hammer as well into into the nuclear fallout apocalypse. And uh, thank you so much for, for sharing your comics for the apocalypse. Yeah, it's all right. It's, uh, Fantastic. It's pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, for the listeners, one more time, where can they find you online? Uh, Twitter, Patreon... Um, Instagram and I have a website which is www.100 um, the number 100 uh, hyphen in and then hyphen um, oh poo I got it wrong (laughs) 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 I don't even know my own website Um, scratch that it's www.1 the number 1 hyphen in hyphen 100.co.uk 
amazing great and of course those those links are, it's all good those links are in the show notes folks so you can go check that out now um and uh for hopefully when comic cons do get up and running next year um which mm-hmm. comic cons do you usually attend uh normally the mcm one so mm-hmm. mainly i mean sometimes i do scotland and sometimes yeah. i was going to do london this year um so but... was i so our paths would have crossed <laughs> I hadn't done it in years as well, so I was like, oh, I've got to do London this time. Yeah. Yeah, this all happened. <laughs> um, but, yeah, London, Birmingham. Birmingham's my local one, so I'm cool. always at Birmingham. And cool. uh, sometimes Scotland. Excellent. Uh, well, hopefully our paths will cross at an MCM at some point uh, next year. Um, that would be fantastic. And uh, other than that, I'm sure I'll see you on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Alex. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Alexandra for being on Comics for the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes or whichever podcast service you use, as not only would it let me know that you liked it, but I believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Alexandra's work or follow her on social media, those links are in the show notes, along with all of her own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene Magazine's website at comicscene.org for comic news and other fun sequential art stuff. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the next week, I'll see you next Monday. Take care, and bye for now.